I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Alright, welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 67, and we are back, uh, back in the studio on a Tuesday night. And Sam, you know, I'm just asking you, you know, I'm always trying to you know, come up with a great question. Yeah. Um, but this time, I think that this is a critical question. It could launch some debate. All right. Listen carefully to how I word this. All right. Which cereal is the best cereal? Best. Okay, best cereal. I mean, you didn't give me a lot to work with there. I mean, are you saying in my opinion or generally speaking? Like in your opinion, like not your favorite, but like we feel like it's the best. Um, I mean, this is tough. I feel like. Wow, man. You should have hit me with this earlier so I could have pondered it. All right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll start to give you some, right. some time. Um, when I think about cereal, you know, it's not meant to be healthy. We know they say it's part of a better breakfast. That's, mm. that's lies. That's lies. Cereal is meant to taste great. And what's the best tasting cereal? The one, the only, Cookie Crisps. Okay. Cookie Crisps is the best cereal. No debate. It, nothing even comes close to when it comes to taste. The texture is, when it gets a little soggy, oh my goodness. That's the best cereal, hands down. Cookie Crisps. Okay, that was not what I was expecting. Um, I still don't really have an answer, uh, but I think, generally speaking, for the public... I think it's Lucky Charms. I'm not necessarily a huge fan, but I just feel like, you know, you get it all. You know, you get you get the marshmallows and then, you know, you get you get your regular cereal too. I think that it could be better though. What can make it better? Maybe like if if you combined a little like like some fruit loop action, some fruity flavors. Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm just saying, man. Fruitless with the marshmallows? Uh-uh. Maybe. No, Lucky Charms is the good way. But Lucky Charms is my number two. All right. It's time to talk about uh, the NBA. And we are starting with the NBA. Uh, down to just two segments now. We'll bring you a little baseball. We'll sprinkle in a little baseball. And we got the Masters coming up. But uh, it's going to be mostly two segments uh, for the rest of our season uh, here in the uh, 2022 spring. Uh, but now it's time to talk about the Charlotte Hornets. We lost two overtime games uh, since we last spoke to you. Still ninth in that Eastern Conference. Lost the Timberwolves in overtime. Lost the Heat in double overtime after having an 18-point lead in the second half. Uh, next week, they'll play the Raptors, the Pistons, and Bucks coming out of the All-Star break. Uh, getting Gordon and Cody Martin back and Jalen McDaniels. Uh, Sam, uh, obviously the Hornets are not playing great right now, but uh, you know I'm not going to ask for a play of the week. Um, but I am going to ask, you know, Obviously, actually, first give me the goal for this next week. We got to win both these games. I mean, have we, I don't even think we've won against the Raptors, 
And if we lose to the Pistons, that'd be pathetic. Oh, and the Bucks. I'm sorry, I forgot to read that. The Bucks. Oh, um, I'm gonna say two and one is our goal, but aim mm-hmm. aim for three always. So, uh, sixty games into the season for the Hornets, mm-hmm. got twenty two left. For you to feel comfortable about the Hornets getting that sixth spot, how many of those twenty two games are the Hornets gonna need to win? Um. I think we're going to have to, I think, I mean, 15 games would be beyond my expectations, but I think we need to at least win 12. Mm. I don't think that's going to be enough. I think it needs to be 15 to get that six spot, mm. um, put us at 44 wins. I think that's achievable, but I just want to see us in a playoff series and you know, get some development going um, with this young core. Um, but now, so I'm talking about the top dogs. Some teams are actually doing something, playing some real basketball right now. Uh, the Heat and the Bulls tied at the top in the East, and tied in third are the Philadelphia 76ers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, unfortunately for Sam, it's the same in the Western Conference every time. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's Suns, Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Jazz. Again, uh, but you know what else sucked uh, was some of the parts of the All-Star Weekend, and uh, especially so, according to... Dwayne Wade, this dunk contest got a six. Uh, no dunker got a higher score than 45. And, um, Sam, I got to ask you, what is wrong with the dunk contest? Um, you know, I was talking to my dad about this, and he seems to think that, you know, it's run its course. You know, there's just... When you try to get too creative, you know, it, it, you fail. And, um, when, when you just kind of do the typical, typical dunks, it's, it's just boring. So I think that, you know, the great Vince Carter dunks are no longer, you know, really considered great if, if somebody were to do it now. So I think that's the main issue. So you're saying that the dunk contest will never be what it was again? Maybe not never, but for the time being, definitely not. Um, I think that I would love to see some you – know, why isn't John Morant right. in the dunk contest? I mean, I know he doesn't want to like lose and ruin his reputation, but like he had three dunks in the All-Star game that, that were way better than any of the dunks in the dunk contest. Um, you know they're in game too, so I just I just don't know. I just feel like I don't know something's got to change. There's got to be a generational dunker. I think that was going to be Zion, but he's hurt and yeah. whatever in New Orleans. But uh, sad to see. Um, Obi Toppin did win though. Um, like he had a little dunk where he put it all on the glass. And he dunked it. Uh, Cole Anthony dunked in Tim's. That was pretty cool. Uh, but Jalen Green disappointed. And uh, Wancho Scott Anderson just wasn't enough. Yeah. Uh, but the three-point contest was pretty good. Um, he had Carl Hinton Towns, uh, the big man, uh, winning. And brought up some questions. Reggie Miller called him the greatest shooting big man ever, um, yeah. which he, you know, he's, he's a great player. But I'm going to argue that Dirk is a better shooter than Carlton Towns. Sam, what do you think about that take? I think you're right. I mean, Dirk's just an all-around better player, um, you know. It sucks for uh, Carl Anthony Towns that he plays for the 
Timberwolves of all teams, the Bermuda Triangle of the NBA. So, all right. Uh, well, moving on, you, know, you got the skills challenge. Uh, the Cavs won. I was thinking that half court shot. That was pretty nice. Um, but in the All Star game, Steph Curry lit it up with 15 threes, 50 points, second most in All Star game history. He won the MVP. Lamelo had 18 points, three ra- three rebounds, and three assists. Um, first of all, how do you grade Lamelo's performance on uh, the big stage? You know, I think as a young player, you know, first all-star appearance, I would rate it a, I would, I mean, I'd give it an A. I mean, 18 points is pretty good. Obviously, there's not really much defense, but still, nonetheless, a great performance by Lamella. And, uh, you know, i got to ask you, Sam, um, you know, looking ahead uh, at this, you know, season, um, you know, we're through the All-Star break. You know, most teams have played around 60 games. Um, I'm going to ask you now, who is your favorite to win the NBA championship? Um, i got to go Suns. Mm. I just have to. Okay. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls. Mm. I think they are ready. They are proven. They were playing so well before Grayson Allen destroyed Alex Cruz's hand, and uh, DeMar's been a little banged up. Vucevic has been banged up. If they can play healthy, they have a chance to do something which no one thought would ever do, which is win a championship without Michael. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think we mean a lot to the city of Chicago. And, uh, you know, I'm very excited for this postseason. I think it's going to be a great one. Um, but speaking of postseason, March Madness is sneaking up on you. And uh, me and Sam will be here to break it down in 15 seconds. So, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. I was going to do it for our NBA segment. I'll be right back with college basketball. Welcome back to Cardinal Lowry. And as promised, me and Sam are here to talk about some college basketball. And can you believe it, Sam? In only four weeks, Arch Madness will be here. Unbelievable. Um, but now uh, it is time to take a look around the country at what happened uh, in this past week. Uh, you had Baylor uh, taken down uh, by Texas Tech, 83-73, a uh, big move in the Big 12 there. And then Tennessee taking down Kentucky, uh, 76-63. Uh, um, and then Providence uh, losing to Villanova, 89-84. Uh, and then uh, tonight you got a big game in uh, number 8 UConn. I mean, excuse me, number 8 Villanova taking on number 21 UConn. Uh, and then looking at Saturday's games, uh, you got number 6 Kentucky taking on number 18 Ar- Arkansas. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, you got Kansas Baylor uh, on the dock at 8 p.m. Uh, Gonzaga's got another tough test in St. Mary's, uh, who's 23, but Gonzaga's back at the top. Uh, but Sam, why don't you take us to the uh, top dogs uh, in the ACC? So in the ACC, um, let's see. We got Duke first at 13-3. and three. Right behind him, we got Notre Dame at 12-4. and four. UNC at twelve and five in the three spot, and then Miami at eleven and five in the fourth spot. And uh, you know, Sam, we always preach the significance of getting that first, uh, you know, the first four spots. Yeah. You don't have to play on Wednesday the ACC tournament. 
And, uh, you know, Turtles looking good right now. Got a few more games left. Uh, playing NC State and then Syracuse uh, this next upcoming week. And then they'll play Duke. Uh, ne- not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Last week they suffered a devastating loss to Pitt. Uh, they knocked the resume a bit. But got some nice wins in Virginia Tech and Louisville. The Turtles approved a 28 in 12-5 in the ACC. Uh, in the ACC, looking at the tournament look uh, for this conference, you got Duke uh, at the three seed, Wake Forest at the nine seed, Notre Dame is a nine seed, UNC is a t- ten seed, and Miami is also a ten seed. And uh, Sam, I got to ask you, um, looking at the ACC situation on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for the ACC tournament this week? Um, I mean. I mean, sorry, not this year. I'm sorry, not this week. I mean, I always get excited about the uh, ACC tournament, um, but this year, I mean, it's it's less exciting. Obviously, North Carolina, right now, with that uh, double bye. Um, but I mean, it 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 looks like it's Duke's tournament, and we're all just playing in it. But you never know. Mm. It's the ACC wow. tournament. Sam uh, looking at the Oracle and saying, you know, it's Duke's tournament to lose. But uh, we'll see. You know, AJ Griffin's playing great for them uh, alongside Paolo Bancaro. Um, but before we end this short episode of Court and Lowry, we got to talk about, you know, we love fights uh, on this, we you do. know, ding, ding. And uh, we got Jawan Howard, my man. He playing against uh, Wisconsin, Michigan is. And Wisconsin calls a timeout late to drop a play while the game is over. Jawan did not like that. Initially, he was like, no, nah, I'm not getting in line to shake their hands. So the assistant coaches forced him to get in line. He confronts the coach of uh, Wisconsin. It, they get into a verbal argument. He, he gets pulled away. And then he comes in and sunker punches him in the mouth um, to get suspended for five games. And uh, the Wisconsin coach uh, was also suspended for a game. Um, Sam, I'm going to ask you, um, was this a legendary move or was this a terrible decision? I think it was both. I think it'll go down in history, but I mean, it is, you know, as stupid as Jawan Howard probably has ever been. Maybe as stupid as Chris Weber calling that timeout, but that's a discussion for another day. Whoa. Uh, I apologize if you're a Michigan basketball fan. We're really, we're really, uh, you know, bringing the tears out uh, today, but uh, Jawan. Uh, don't fight anymore. Uh, we need <laughs> your team needs to make a run here to make the NCAA tournament. Um, but uh, I, I think that's it was the great, you know, great. It wasn't that great of a fight, you know. It was just yeah. one moment, it was just one punch. Um, but uh, you know, exciting stuff to see. Uh, we want more of this. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, maybe we'll see. You know, coaches get a little rowdy in their conference tournaments. Uh, we can't wait. Uh, just two weeks away from the ACC tournament. Super exciting stuff, and uh, we just can't wait to uh, break it down uh, for you guys um, in the coming weeks. But Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, little short episode? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 67 of Court and Lowry. You're here from us. Thanks.